There's a couple times in the past few weeks where Betty has stormed off the room angry with me. And, uh, you know, I completely understand why. I mean, men in hospitals are really big, fat babies, number one. And number two, we expect our wives to take care of all our, our needs and wants without us having to mention anything. Because to mention it would be maybe weakness. Kind of like, what, not being able to stand after an open-heart surgery? But that's where I am now. And every day I'm amazed, reminded, and amazed at the depth of your good feeling. So here's what happened. Many of you know this. I've had a stroke. It was the... uh, the big surgery, the second surgery on the second shoulder that I destroyed. It was a stroke. Came through okay. Had you know stroke done, and where do you go? How do you where, how do you proceed? All my friends and family told me to see if we could get into Shirley Ryan. And we did at the University of Chicago, the University of Chicago Heart Clinics, the finest heart surgeons in the world. And so they took this battered hunk, chunk of a body, and uh, they took it and they peeled the ribs away from the heart. They cooled me down, cooled me down so that they could keep the heart alive and the brain alive. We kept pumping but then when you see, how is it working? 90% blockage, 100% blockage, it's two. 100% blockage, 90% blockage, it's four. It's quadro, you know? quadruple bypass. And out comes the rehabilitation. I've got so many great friends and family out there, people who've joined me from the beginning, and you've all been so kind and supportive. And so I'm just gonna continue to work the way I can, best I can, one foot again after the other, one foot after the other, just one little step after the other, climbing around the mountain back home, just one step after another, until I get to see the vista that I'm trying to look at. I love you all very much. I will never let you down. Let's put it this way. I will always let you down, I guess. But not out of my intent. I don't want to let you down. But human beings let people down. What I will do is give you everything in my heart, everything in my mind, every fiber of strength that I possess to write you a decent, honest news story. And they put men and women who are who have joined with me in JodcastNews.com who want to do the same. Aaron Gary is a new one. Corey Franklin is an old one. Steve Huntley is an old one. John McCormick is a new one. There are many people out there, many people interested in the same things that I'm interested in. The great city of Chicago 
and how it will keep its head when all others about them are losing theirs. We'll talk to you again soon. I'll have a, co- a column soon. JohnCastNews.com, the Chicago Way, and the Chicago Way podcast. Bye, everyone. So this is a guy who lives high on the hog, and he has this Tammany Hall-style attitude to power, and um, it is, it's the Chicago Way, absolutely. Look, the, the Chicago Way is a deep cultural phenomenon. It's the Chicago Way. The Chicago Way. That's the focus. In a tower by the river, there lived a man. There was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand, defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river, Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. I saw motion before anything else. A shadow. And then the flash of the bright underside of wings. Yellow talons extending, reaching to grab a brown rabbit on the edge of dirt. I told myself that I would never, ever forget that day. There have been many things I've forgotten, from the names of long-haired girls I thought I loved and the triumphs I once thought were important. But I'd not forget that day. And I know why. It involved a hawk. Elegant words from the, the great John Cass, my good friend, as you all know, the proprietor, uh, head bottle washer at johncastnews.com. Those were his words. And with me for an update from John and friends and family, this week is uh, John's brother, Nick, the youngest brother in the Cass clan, uh, with me reading those words. And and Nick, it's uh, those are some important words. And let me let everybody know why we, uh, we're listening to you today. Read those words to us. Well, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, it's good to be back with you. Yeah, I mean, I um, obviously am a big fan of John's work um, mm-hmm. and your work here on the podcast and the way mm-hmm. in which you talk about the issues and break them down and uh, explain them to folks so that we all can understand what's going on, whether it's the intricacies of local politics or the intricacies mm-hmm. of national or international politics. But the thing that I really appreciate the most about John is uh, his writing. And um I'm slightly biased, but I think he's the best writer in America when it comes to actually um, putting pen to paper or however we want to describe it these days and yeah. describing something, writing about something. I mean, it uh, it's, looks effortless, but I know how much uh, hard work it takes and how much insight, inspiration it takes just to be able to take something like that memory and to bring us all there. And when I read about the light under the wings it just brought it home to me i was with him and uh, um he does that all the time and um some of the some of his the the things that i uh the pieces i really like the best are the ones where he just writes these um stories where um, it seems like it's an effortless narrative but i know just like in with his regular columns every sentence is crafted and it's truly a pleasure uh, to read, and I think that people who subscribe to the um, to JohnCastNews.com, you know, mm-hmm. they did so much 
benefit out of that to be able to not only find, you know, what's going on, what's the latest, what do I, you know, what are the sort of insights that I may be able to glean here from reading about John and talking to you and talking to your guests, but also just his writing is just, it just takes my breath away. And so I thought that that's to start with. Yeah. I mean, you're, you kind of nailed it on the head there. I've joked about this with John in the past, but you know, the, the number one thing that everyone, you know, we always joke about the idea is like the, uh, the beer can chicken John always laughs about, but I know he, he, for a while, people always equated that with John and, or would bring that up first thing. If, you know, you, if to talk to John or if you bring up John long ago, not now, but it, it was really more of a hallmark of John's writing is that, that natural, this is me experiencing something, you know, trying to relate that experience to somebody else. But telling that story and even something as simple as beer can chicken, John can tell you, you know, make you feel like you were there in the kitchen making yeah. this, this with him. And and that that type of stuff, that's the stuff that I, I loved most about John. Uh, the political stuff is. Yeah. And then obviously the political stuff is, is brilliant. And I learned so much. I mean, just every day yeah. from John. Um, but you're right. And that and that I thought it was important that we, we, we get those get those words out there. Uh, check it out, johncastnews.com, obviously. That was one of the, the most recent columns. But the most recent column John wrote was uh, The Open Heart, which another ex- exemplary one. piece, um, which I know John you know, wrote, uh, Nick, from the from the hospital, which yeah. is kind of why we're here today. Um, and Nick, I know there's a, an update from the family. kind of wanted to give everybody, the listeners here, uh, just to fill them in, because I know I've been getting a lot of questions, and a lot of people are, are wondering what they can, you know, what's going on with John, I'm going to make sure he's all right. And so, Nick, what what is the family saying? What's the message that everybody wants to pass along? Well, well, first of all, thanks for all the support. You know, I mean, I remember just looking at the the responses to John's uh, uh, open heart and how people were responding. And just it's very, very gratifying um, and uh, very helpful. So thank you all. Thank you all for your prayers, especially. Really appreciate that. yeah, I mean, the, fortunately, the um, um, he was in good hands. The surgery uh, went well. Um, it was uh, his heart is uh, functioning uh, beautifully now. Uh, it was a quadruple bypass, and um, uh, so that went well. Uh, but it is an ordeal, as you know, um, and uh, he is uh, in the midst of that ordeal and trying to uh, get to the point where he can start the recovery process. I mean, he's starting the recovery process now. But, um, you know, he's still basically with a cracked open chest together. Uh, and, you know, he had the complication with his shoulders, yeah. which, which to me tells me he's got a lot of uh, very, very painful um, therapy and recovery uh, to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know how much he loves doing this. I know how much uh, therapeutic it was for him to actually uh, write um, and uh, impose some discipline on his mind right before he went into the into the surgery. And I know he's going to be uh, looking forward to getting back as, as quickly as possible. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to that day. And uh, that'll be happening, uh, God willing, pretty soon. So we're all just very, very happy, you know, thanks to the, the doctors and uh, the hospital, University of Chicago. And um, so to, again, to everybody who's um, who expressed uh, concern and appreciation for John and also the prayers. And again, I can't say that enough. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, well said. And absolutely. Uh, it's he, He's uh, recovering. I, I talked to him just before, uh, just yesterday, actually, before we take this. He sounds great. Um, and it's 
was a, a pleasure to hear his voice. I can't wait for our next episode when John and I can uh, record something together. I know there are a lot of headlines out there that I'm sure everyone like myself is eager to get John's take on. Uh, one of my favorites being this whole scandal with the mayor, Chicago, uh, Lori Lightfoot, somehow thinking it might be okay to, you know, coerce students and or teachers to work for her campaign. Uh, that seemed like it might be a good idea. I don't know how John would have a field day with that story. I can't believe it. And Nick, I mean, hey, you're, you're you know, you're in the biz, as they say, this uh, these unclassified documents popping up apparently at every Biden location imaginable. Uh, sure. Reek of irony, if nothing more than hypocrisy. Uh, and I know John would have a field day writing about that as well. No question. No question. I mean, I think they're both really interesting stories and they reveal so much more even than what the substance of the story is. Sure. I mean, it's um, we're going through a uh, fascinating period in the West and particularly in the United States, I think, as the leader of the uh, Western world for so many reasons. Sure. And to see this kind of our politics devolving this way, you know, when I first heard the Lori Lightfoot thing, the first thing I thought about was driving on 294 going north or whatever, back in the old days, when Blagojevich was governor, and you'd see the big, um, you know, Rod Blagojevich sign you know, <laughs> over the overarching, <laughs> you know, like, hey, it's brought to you by Rod Blagojevich. Yeah. It was so enjoy, in- enjoy your road. You I'm know? the governor, you know, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It was just too much. And, and for her to do this, I mean, without any, even a thought about, you know, what right. she was doing. Mm-hmm. It just tells you something about um, the brazenness of, of of Chicago politics and what's happening. I mean, it used to be a little bit more sophisticated, a little <laughs> bit more, right. you know, less in your face. I mean, at least not in the lazy, not in the air. Yeah, lazy. I wish I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Nick. I, I yearn for the yeah. days when our criminals were less, less lazy, less <laughs> or lazy, like or at least maybe our criminals, but maybe our, yeah, our uh, corrupt or ethically yeah. uh, corrupt political leaders were a little less lazy. I'm with you. I know it's that's like, the part that kills me. And then her, uh, her apology letter says, um, uh, yeah. So somebody in my campaign, they made a mistake. They weren't trying. They were just trying to be good civic leader and get the kids involved. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. That's always the best. Right. You know, not have people around you that you can destroy. Right. Disposable <laughs> sacrifice. Right. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But you know, seriously, in the olden days, they would have been. Uh, they would not have been. The hypocrisy would not have been so blatant on such a regular basis on the airwaves. I mean, when you're confronting, yeah. when you're on the interface of with government, with your alderman, you'd get a smack in the mouth, basically, and there's nobody be able to say anything about it. But um, at least there was this, uh, you know, nod, more of a nod to virtue. Whereas now it's just, it's so extremely crass. I mean, it really does tell you something about uh, the nature of of politics uh, in Chicago. Oh, right. I mean, yeah, a time like this, a a scandal like this would just tank your career. I mean, it'd be over. I'd be like, oh, well, had a good run as a a one-term mayor, you know, and you're out of town. Yeah. Uh, doing something stupid like this, but yeah. and to see to you to think that like the teachers wouldn't be like running this up the flagpole to see to you being like, uh, did anybody see what the mayor did? Like, come on, it's just so so stupid, and especially a CTU which has so many problems of its own, right? Like, well, very, right, and it, exactly and a CTU that is is aligned against her in every step she takes. So, uh, 
Exactly. And it's like, so it just reveals so how deeply the rot has set in. And it yeah. just, um, it's sad. And, and it's not just confined to Illinois. It used to be, you know, Illinois was unique in many respects, but it's, it's unfortunate. It's kind of like, um, you know, becoming, I mean, much of America is becoming the same way. I mean, I've lived in Virginia for a long time. You know what's going on there, sure. right? The same kind of uh, and callous attitude uh, toward reality and the leveraging power to try to suppress people. And you're seeing it on the national level as well, which I think gets us into the other. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's all good. But these are, these are the things I wish John was uh, here because it's, they're so ripe for him, uh, but he's oh, yeah. working hard to get, get back in the game. And uh, yeah. like I said, we heard from him earlier and, and uh, we'll hopefully hear from him very soon again. And I know that I, I know as Chicago, the gift that keeps on giving the Chicago way will continue. That's for sure. Um, question. But Nick, thank you so much for, for the update for everybody. And of course we all send our best to you and Betty and the boys and everybody in the cast clan and family. And we want you to know that we're all you know, thinking about and praying for you guys. Thank you, Jeff. And to you and yours and to all the, the listeners and readers out there uh, again, uh, thank you very, very much. Really, really, truly appreciate it. And it's, um, it's just wonderful. Uh, to see the kind of response uh, he's gotten. And I think it's, um, it's just very nice. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, for Nick Cass, uh, the youngest brother of John Cass, proprietor of John Cass News, uh, and myself, John, uh, Jeff Carlin. I'm not John Cass. I'm Jeff Carlin. Yeah, we appreciate everyone uh, for all the kind words of reaching out. And we'll catch you next time on another edition of the Chicago Way on WGN Plus.